I'm Steven. And I'm Dylan. <laughs> and this is Closet, closet Talks. Talks. The podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever we want because it's our podcast and not yours. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Let's start it. What are, uh, we... what are we drinking? You're drinking two again. All right. What's in the boot? That's going to be the question. Yep. What's in the boot? Yes. What's in the boot? So the boot is this Bloody Mary that came out of a can. Um, and it is. Hold on. Oh. Bye. See. Yeah, I I try. I'm, I like. You want I to like. Blood. No, no, I'm good. Oh, I, I'm allergic to peppers, and I don't know what's in it. Okay, well. So, um, bye. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> it's so spicy. Uh, so yeah, uh, my friend Darlene gave me like uh, a bunch of like canned cocktails. Ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. and like I've never seen those before, where it was like you know sometimes you get like a canned margarita or something, uh-huh. but it's kind of just like almost like a beer. <laughs> yeah, it's like a beer really. Mm-hmm. But this was like. A highball, like a whiskey highball. There was a gin and tonic. That this one is very... Bloody Mary. And I like Bloody Marys every now and then. These were all real strong, too. <laughs> yeah, they were. And I cracked this one open, and I was like, oh, this, <gasps> it smells good. And then I took a sip and was like, <laughs> I was on fire. Well, this will put hair on your chest. Thank God. Yeah. So Dylan's drinking that one. And what's in your other cup? Well, Merry Christmas, y'all. This is sparkling limeade and watermelon vodka. Mm. Watermelon, vodka, and... Limeade. It's I'm having a just like bad vodka cherry limeade is what I'm having. With fresh limes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how's your week been? How's my week been? My week's been actually pretty good. Um, nothing really out of the ordinary has happened. Uh, okay. I wasn't late at all this week. Wow. That's big for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're yeah, already you're right. making fun of me. No, this is how I laugh really intensely sometimes. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Fell through the couch. And I couldn't stop. <laughs> oh my God. So your week's been good. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. How's your week? Uh, it was good. Um, nothing crazy. It was just kind of like a run-of-the-mill, run-of-the-mill week. It's yeah. fine. Um, last week on the podcast, we talked about our five <laughs> rules to live by, which <laughs> it came to my attention today <laughs> that my five rules to live by took 40 minutes and Dylan's took five. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like a getting get out kind of guy. I had a lot to say, I guess, I guess, <laughs> but it was a good, it was a good episode. We got a lot of like really good feedback. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of people tell me their rules to live by and they were pretty, pretty yeah. fantastic. And I was like, Oh that, that is a good one. Oh, so this is like hot off the press. I just Ooh. read this like five minutes ago. Hot like the boot? Yeah, the booze boot. Um, mm. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> still spicy. Um, I so I just read that Parliament House. Oh. We all, if you don't know what Parliament House is, look it up. It's a gay establishment. It's been there for 44 years as a gay establishment. It's really kind of like a landmark Honestly, it's like a little resort for the for the homos. Yeah, and but it's anyone like, in between. It has a lot of history to it, and yeah. uh, it's for sale um, for sixteen point five million dollars. Why would you sell it? Because they're bankrupt. How? The owners have not put in money to it, and they just kind of like at sixteen dollars for a single, you bankrupt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't get it. Girl. I don't understand. My first time at Parliament House, I. Uh, at drinking age, rather. 
my first time at drinking age at Parliament House, I went in and I was like, hi, I'll have a Long Island. And they were like, okay, no problem. And came back with a, it was pretty, it was pretty big. It was like a red solo cup, really. You're fairly strong. And it was $24. But. They, was it, they make their own mix? No, oh. but it was all the way to the top and like a splash of Coke. Like, I had one, and I was done for the whole night. I'm a prey for past you. Yeah, I was, like, throwing up in the bushes or something. I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Not the last time you would do that. It's not the first time. It's probably not the last time. Let's be honest. I didn't throw up last week. Oh, I did throw up. (laughs) I did. No No one needs to know about this. We're going to brush past this. No, where was I? No, we're going to go. I don't know. Oh, where did I go to eat? I don't know. Hoop-dee-doo. Was that it the yeah. Oh yeah, it was hoop doo I went to the hoop doo review and I ate too much and kind of threw up when I got into the into the um, uh, yeah into the parking lot. My phone just went off and it made a really loud noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will. I will do better. I will do better. Karma will get you. Ooh, yes she will. I yes, love. She... I love talking about karma. You know, karma. Let's talk about karma. My thoughts on karma. I think I went to high school with her. Oh, oh. she sat in the back. <laughs> she was a hoe. And she took notes. Oh, Karma takes yes, notes. she does. Karma, Karma takes notes. So, right along with uh, it's nice to be nice. Just remember, no matter how angry you are, and I almost my finger was twitching in below the door today as this lovely individual sent by the devil decided <laughs> they wanted to grace the road, going both under the speed limit and then above it when I would pass. And I almost dropped a finger and I said, nope. I drove by, I finally passed, and I smiled. There you go. Because, you know Karma what? Karma keeps receipts. I don't have time to follow this one around to make sure she gets her due deserve. No. Do, do, just desserts. Get her just desserts. Karma keeps receipts. She writes down all yeah. the notes. She keeps track of all the things you do, and I don't need to do anything. Because then, if I do something, she's going to, you know, hit hit this MF over here, and then come pop a Yui and be yep. like... So I heard about you. Yeah. I was on for you with the dough. <laughs> I I have a lot to say about karma. I uh, I got I was very fortunate um, in my last I don't know what 10, 12 years that I've known uh, my friend Esme. I kind of referred to her as like a second mother. Mm-hmm. She's um, she's always been very great to me. And she was talking to me about karma, and she said that there. She believes that there are two types of karma. Oh, yeah. Karma that's instant and karma that oh. comes back way later. And so she was talking okay. about how... She was like, you know how nasty somebody can be? Uh-huh. And she was she was giving an example, unfortunately, because we both know an individual that is extremely nasty but has gotten very successful. And so she mm. was basically saying... She was like, you know, if you get... If I was... If I took your your something that belongs to you and I didn't tell you about it... And then you busted me for it, and you're like, um, that's mine. She said, I would rather have karma come back and get me right then, and be like, I got busted right now, right then, and I can apologize and move forward. Mm. She's like, what you don't want is to be this other person who was very nasty to people and doing all these horrible things and stepping on people's backs and throwing people under the bus and getting really successful, and nothing's really bad happening to you. Mm -hmm. But what's going to happen... When you're 50, 60, 70, like you end up with a lot of health problems because that's that she believes that that's the karma coming back to you. And that's not everyone. That's not to say like, 
you know, this this poor woman ended up with breast cancer and she must have been a nasty person. That's not what she was saying. She's like, she's saying that karma will get you. Yeah. And if it comes back around in the in your later years, it's probably not going to be pretty when it comes to your health. And I was like, I, I believe that. I believe that to an okay. extent. I can get on board that train. Yeah. Yeah. She also taught me, um, I was talking about it earlier with you, um, she taught me the five Ps. Oh, yeah. And she told me that you have to live your life by the five Ps, and the five Ps can be applied in every single aspect of your life. doesn't matter if it's work, um, if you're an actor, if you're whatever it is, you can always apply it. And it's prior preparation prevents poor performance. And I love it. I love those because it's so true. If okay. you if you were prepared prior to the event, it would not end up in a poor performance. Uh uh. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean it's that's true. what it is. It's true. Do your homework. Uh-huh. Do what is necessary to get it done. Yeah. So um Roll pause. We didn't we didn't Oh we didn't cheers. Plastic on metal. Alright. <laughs> I'm drinking out of a metal. Uh, Yeti tonight. Oh, well, puff, puff. I know. Um, so, yeah, it's, karma really is just, it boils down to just be, yeah, be, it's nice to be nice. Uh-huh. I think that, like, that comes up in every single episode. It's it's kind of like, it's fun that we had the very first episode be, it's nice to be nice. I mean, that that is a, a rule to live by. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, not exactly the golden rule. You know, everyone... No, the golden rule? Yeah. Get the money up front? Oh. <laughs> Get the money up front no, and on back. That's, that's not the... I mean, that's a good rule to live by, but... The money's on the dresser. <laughs> I was just going to say that. You nasty bitch. No, so the golden rule is... Do unto others as you would have done to you. Yes. Well, karma's going to keep notes. Yeah. Hey. What goes around comes around. Um, your money on the table. What the hell? <laughs> um... I, I read, because I, I always, like, read up on, like, you know, strange articles, and um, I love looking into different belief systems, and I like to kind of study, like, other people's beliefs, and I stumbled across a documentary on Amazon Prime, and it was about, like, modern-day witches, and it's not, like... Oh, I thought you said it was about Amazon Prime. No, 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 because... not, not a documentary. I mean... About. That... It was on Amazon Prime. He rich. Yeah, he's rich. He's the richest man in the world, yeah? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was about modern-day witches, and it's not like she just flew over the moon, witch. Like, okay, not, well... Not like that. That but would like, be pretty awesome, because I can't fly It would be awesome. I want to go to Hogwarts. Where's my letter? Oh, girl. But, uh, yeah, it was about these... Sorry, it was you're the a mudblood. And the... Muggle. Uh, what was their... What was their... They had a saying... And it was basically like, harm none and do what you will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, and that's what they said the, the modern day, like, witch. I heard that as well. What? Maybe. I mean, it was, it was kind of said in kind of old, Engl- old English. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was basically, don't harm anybody, just do what you will, I but just I've don't harm something, anybody. Yeah, in another, somewhere around the internet, it was, that was mentioned as well. I was like, oh. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Cheers to that. Uh-huh. Side note, so, yeah. did you know that Black Panther was on Netflix? I did see that on Netflix. I forgot 
I like. I, was I loved it. that movie. Mm, girl. And the beautiful men. Baku can blow my back out if he wanted to. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. Oh my god. Oh. Say that again. I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Let me preface this where it came from. Okay. So. All of all of the very attractive gentlemen of Black Panther were reading tweets about themselves. Is this like Jimmy Kimmel? Yes, but, but they're not mean tweets. Right. They're, they're just like, oh my god. Yeah. And one of them was, Mbaku can blow my back out if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Well, I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You feel I free. drink to that, and I did. Oh, want to hear another bad joke? I do want to hear another bad joke. It goes a little something. Oh, she's got to look it up. Yeah, I was going to mess up joke. Find it in your notes. Today it's about Moses. Moses. How does Moses brew coffee? Oh, Oh, I fucked it up already. You already did? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? How does Moses make coffee? He brews it. He brews it. Oh, my God. Dang it. All right. Why did Moses wander the desert for 40 years? I don't know. He's a man. You think he stopped and asked for directions? <laughs> well, there you go. All right. I like dad jokes. I like. The, <laughs> we need to do more of these dad jokes because I really enjoy them. What's brown and sticky? Oh God. A stick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you. See, I don't know a bunch of dad jokes. I only know like really dirty jokes, like really bad ones. Okay, try this one. Why did Sally fall off the swings? Why? Because she didn't have any arms. <laughs> Why did Joey get hit by a bus? Because Sally was driving. <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's there? Not, Not Sally. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, like I said, I only know dirty jokes. Let me remedy each one with, with a dad joke. Why oh, did the farmer say when he lost his tractor? Where's my tractor? <laughs> Why did the monkey fall out of the tree? Why? Because his arm is retired. <laughs> Why did the monkey fall out of the tree? Why? Because he was dead. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was dead. Oh. What do grass and an eagle have in common? What? They're both green, except for the eagle. What? <laughs> That's just stupid. I don't get it. No. It's not supposed to make sense. Oh, okay, then it's good. <laughs> Sometimes dad jokes qualify as anti jokes. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, yeah, I only know dirty ones, and I don't even think I can tell. I know one really, 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 really bad one, but I cannot say Okay, it. I just I just spoke that tweet out loud, and my mother heard it. There's no way I can say this. There's oh. no way. All right, well, let's let's brush past that, and we'll... I think you know the one. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we'll... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that in a, maybe in a, an extra explicit episode. <laughs> um... What else were we going to talk about today? We were going to... Look at our notes. We have notes. Oh, goodness. Uh, Oh, what was that song we were listening to? Oh, it was um, Natasha Bedingfield. Natasha Bedingfield. I love Natasha Bedingfield and her brother. Yep. Daniel? You're not the one. I'm not even going to sing. I can't. There was that one time. Yeah. Daniel Daniel Bedingfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was like a one-hit wonder, though. Well, you had a couple like a of couple, them. but still. Uh, Natasha, I think, had more. There was more that's making me go, mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. The unwritten song? I want it played every day. I can only think of uh, Laguna Beach. Oh, really? Well, that, whenever I hear I Hilary Duff, that. as well. 
Mm. Yeah. I remember the music video. For Liquid Pete? No, for <laughs> oh. Unwritten. Oh. She was, like, in the elevator with, like, a gospel choir. I don't know. It was, like, the 90s. Like, it Pocket really full didn't of have sunshine. to make sense. It didn't have to make sense, you know. Yeah. Pocket full of sunshine. But, yeah. I gotta, 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 I love Easy A. That movie is so good. Girl. It's it's a modern day Yum. <laughs> it's a modern day retelling of the Scarlet Letter. Well yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I love Stanley Tucci in that movie. <gasps> he's so good. I mean he's great in everything. I mean, honestly, yeah. My favorite thing that he Devil Wars Prado. Uh, I think Burlesque was my favorite. <sighs> when he played Cher's assistant yeah. and best friend. When he says... Sassy little gay. Yeah, when he tells Christina Aguilera, he's like, I think you should do your hair like this. I don't want to cut my hair. Who said anything about cutting your hair? You wear a wig. I'm wearing one right now. And he's completely bald. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. Great one-liners of the 20th century. What I love in in Easy A is when he was talking to his kid, and the kid was like, I'm adopted. He's like, oh my God. Oh my God, God, you adopted? Because he's black, and the whole family's white. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sits down next to him, he's like, so where are you from originally? Yeah, he's like, he's very witty. I wonder, like, if a bunch of it is, um, you know, whatever. It's, um, is it improv, is what I'm trying to you say. You know, I really hope so. A lot of these lines that just come off real smooth. Like, Well, a lot of just great like, material is improv. Yes, it should be. Yeah. Life's improv, so... That's Unless true. you're at an audition, then it's usually rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Natasha Bedingfield, mm-hmm. we were listening to... Pajamas Around. Touch. That's Is that the song. Yeah. And we dance, and we laugh, and we touch. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. Uh, and it had that touch. line. <laughs> Dylan and I were driving um, to go to the Mardi Gras celebration at Universal Orlando. And uh, it sounded like they paid for something. I don't know why I advertised them like that. <laughs> they didn't pay us. They didn't pay my lap bill. Whatever, I didn't hit in the face with beads, so I yeah, that was a total win. I got hit in the face <laughs> with beads like twice. And I didn't even have to show my titties. It's great. <laughs> it's a great time. Yeah. Secretly, I was next to you showing mine, so... Oh, okay. That's why we got so many beads. Well, they threw them at you, not me. But, so. um, yeah, we were listening in the car. We were listening to Natasha Buddingfield touch, and she said a line in the song, and I like looked over at Dylan and I was like you have to write this down for the podcast and it was every interaction starts a change reaction chain reaction well, did I wrote, miss did you wrote I, change I did I mean either one of them work honestly well that's a that's a misprint Ooh. uh every interaction starts a chain reaction mm. and I love that it's a pretty simple like life philosophy well yeah cuz like I mean we were talking you said I think it was last week's episode when you were talking about you never know who's in, who's falling in love with your smile. Mm-hmm. You always want to smile. But, like, that person has a shitty day, and they pass you, and you give them a smile. It starts a chain reaction. And the next person, you know, lightens their day a little bit. Maybe the next person, they smile. And then that person, their mm-hmm. day got... You know what I mean? It's a chain reaction. Do you know why I honk at people when I'm driving in my car? <laughs> <laughs> to preface <laughs> this, to preface this, whenever Dylan and I go places and he drives... If there's anyone outside in the residential neighborhood, he will honk 
and wave whether he knows them or not. So, <laughs> but he pretends like he knows them. Like, oh, hey, neighbor. <laughs> hey. So first of all, it's just nice to wave at people. Mm-hmm. But um, my dad used to do this. But then he started doing this thing where he'd honk and then wave the opposite way of where the person was standing. It was real confusing. Oh, <laughs> But, like, I just, I was always under the impression that, you know, you never know how someone's day could be. Hence why you, you know, be nice, yeah. to, nice to be nice. Um, but just, you know, you honk at someone and you wave and you smile and they, like, wave back. And I can always imagine the conversation that happens if there's, like, two or three people. And it's usually, oh, did you know them? And the other person goes, no, did you? <laughs> and he goes, no. And then they keep going and they're like, huh. But, like, you don't know how someone's day. You could literally turn it around. They could be yeah, going to, just, like... Yeah. You don't know where, where they're going or, you know, what their their life is happening like. And they could be like, oh, that person acknowledged me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Starts a chain reaction. And it's nice to be Bam. Nice. Honk at people when you drive. Except for anybody <laughs> under the age of 18. That is just Ooh. dangerous. Ooh, that's dangerous territory. Yep, I need to preface it with that, but I didn't preface. I just ended with it, so. Okay. Wave at everyone and smile. Or give the, give the bro nod or the sup. <laughs> if you lift your head up, it's sup. If you nod, it's hey. Not the white people greeting. <laughs> that, I don't even know how. To, yeah, I don't even know how to like describe it when they just kind of like barely smirk and they're like, it, which means I'm acknowledging your existence. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah, don't talk to me. Yeah, honestly, sometimes that's uh, that's okay though. I I agree. You know what I don't like? Small talk. I don't either. It's because I'm an introvert. Introverts yeah. hate meaningless small talk. I'm an extroverted introvert. Like There's I can still introversion be, in there. Though. Yeah, but th- it, I read something today that was really great. Um, it was like it was just a meme, but um, <laughs> of course. It was. <laughs> but somebody posted it and it said, um, "My introverted ass staying home and recharging my introverted batteries after too many social interactions." Oh my god! And I'm like, I I completely like, get oh, that because that's I'm like, accurate. yeah, because I'll go days and days with being like social, and I'll go out and I'll see this person, I'll see that person. And then I just don't want to do anything on my day off but sleep nope. because I just need to recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, I did screenshot something today. Oh boy. What um, a screenshot. What's that? That's a tool we use later. That's a tool we use later. Oh, here it is. <laughs> <clears throat> this goes back to uh, last week's episode. When we were talking about uh, my five rules, five rules to live by. Um, when you trust your gut um, and you're in I've been talking to people who are in relationships Ooh. who <laughs> who are in relationships uh-huh. who don't they're not happy. I've been in them. You're kind of forcing them to work. Yeah. But you just know in the bottom of your gut it's not happening. It's not going to work. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Um but I I found this this quote and it says be wise enough not to waste your time patient enough not to settle and strong enough not to force it amen file this under hard pills to swallow and the choir <laughs> saying hallelujah yes um that i loved that i really did because i mean that's that's so powerful it's just it's knowing your worth yeah is really what it is yep comes it comes down to just knowing your worth and you don't settle like no i'm 31 i'm gonna be 32 <gasps> this year you know uh, and I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm happy being by myself. We've talked about it before. Party People of one. are under the impression that you need another person in order to be happy. That is that, at, mm-hmm. inaccurate. It does not work for everybody. It works for some people. Like I'm saying, I know plenty of people who are in 
lovely, happy relationships, and this doesn't apply to them. But mm-hmm. people are under the impression that everybody needs someone else in order to be happy. Right. And that's not completely true. Well, a party of one? Still a party. It's still a party. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you just really have, you have to know your worth, and you have to mm-hmm. not settle. And I'm at the point now, like I said, I'm 31, going to be 32, and I'm at the point where I'm like, if something in my gut is telling me that it's not right, next, what does Ariana Grande say? Thank, Thank you, you, next. next. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't have time for it. I don't have time no. to... Wasted my time with too many people. I don't people. have time to force it. That's the thing. In a lot of my relationships in the past, it's been a lot of compromise, which that is a part of being in a relationship. However, um, did you ever see the video? Uh, it's a YouTube clip, and it's an interviewer interviewing uh, Eartha Kitt. Like, as in Yzma Possibly. Eartha Kitt. Oh, I know who she you, is. Okay, just making sure. I know sure. who the voice of Yzma is. I mean, that's not her, like, crowning moment. I mean, for Listen. me, my favorite was uh, her as Catwoman. Kronk and Yzma are my favorite characters. I love them. Ever. I love them. David Spade's voice. Oh, yeah. Bye. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, Catwoman. But the, mm-hmm. Yeah, her as Catwoman. So good. But he's interviewing her, and he says about... <clears throat> excuse me. About relationships. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if a man comes into your life, are you willing to compromise? And she lets out this belly laugh of a cackle. And she goes, compromise? For what? For what? I don't have to compromise. You're coming into my life. What do I have to compromise? Oh. And I was like, I, that's a strong, powerful woman. Uh, yeah. And I look up to that. I that stand statement that. alone. Like... Yes. Um... And it wasn't her saying, I'm never going to change anything about me. Right. It's her saying, why do I have to go into a relationship and compromise myself and what I believe and the things that I do? Why would I change any of that to appeal to a man? They should already like you for for who and what you are. Compromise comes from different places. Yeah. So... I mean, look at us both single as a Pringle and giving a relationship advice, but but you know, it's solid life advice. Yeah. And because, you know, I yeah, I'm single, but in my 32 years, I've had quite a bit of romantic um, escapades, if you will, ooh. and I think you will, of just, uh, you know, yes. people who... Listen, people come and go for... Yeah, they do whatever reason and whatever reason you have that is your reason and not mine but I don't have to I'm getting to the point now I don't have to change who I am no I'm coming into an age where I'm loving who I am yep and I fret in public and don't care (laughs) as we've covered (laughs) as we've covered um, one of our one of our uh, number one fans uh, Mr. Mr. Ben Crane who listens to this, uh, I think every Thursday when it comes out, oh, he's, he's religious about us. Uh, he, ta- he said that today. He said it was one of his favorite moments. <laughs> it was when you talked about how you used to look around before after. you farted, and uh, now yeah. you look around after. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting older, man. That's yeah. one of my life rules. Look yeah. afterwards, not before. Right. But I just, um, I really love that quote. I, I love, you have to look at the interview. It's like a, you know, like a minute or two okay. uh, YouTube clip, but it's just, Marriage. it's so powerful of, um, 
I've heard her say that. It's like, um, I don't like to have... Maybe I think the reason why I stay single is that, one, I have extremely high expectations and standards, and I'm very picky. You don't have to settle. I don't. But I also know that I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So okay, yeah. the people that I'm going to spend my life with and around, like you, like TJ, like my family, like I, I need to have quality people in them. Yeah. And if it's someone who's literally just, I can feel passing by like I, I don't want to devote a lot of time if I feel someone's shady or I catch them in a lie or you know I, I feel them you know just doing things in the you know thinking that I don't know about it like yeah uh-uh like the slightest hint of doubt and I'm bye yeah I don't I don't need you to be happy yeah I have an xbox and liquor there <laughs> and you so we can sit and watch uh golden girls Golden Girls and Queer Eye. Oh my so god. We have one more episode of oh Queer Eye. Oh my god, left. well. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I just. Do you feel as you're getting older, your bullshit radar is like off the charts accurate? It is. My tolerance for it is real low. Yeah, that's the trade off. Yeah. The higher the, that your radar gets at being accurate, the more you just don't want to be around it. Yeah. Because I can, I can smell it from a while. I can Ugh, smell bullshit well. from a mile away. Can't bullshit a bullshitter. So. <laughs> I just, when people come into your life, I I'm getting really I'm getting better and better at being like. I know your intentions, and if I don't know them, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. I'm just gonna straight up ask. Because yep. what's, what's the worst that can happen? Everyone is put in your life for a reason, and sometimes, unfortunately, that reason is to literally pass you by, and yeah. teach you that this kind of way of living is not something you're you're fond of but that you're going to learn to avoid for the mm-hmm. future and mm-hmm. yeah it's going to you know take time and money yeah and more time but that person was there for a reason no matter how long or short or great or terrible it was you know yeah sometimes people are just putting your life to disappoint you let's be honest yeah so because it, i mean it helps you appreciate the people who yep and that may be the reason they are there, is to make you appreciate someone who you didn't see in a certain light. And now you see them in a different way because of the way someone responded to you or, mm-hmm. or spoke to you, you know, and just opened your eyes to that. I told I told you this, I think, a week ago, or two weeks ago, I don't even... You're going to have to I tell no me again. Of time. I don't know what but I had for dinner, I, so... Yeah, I told you about a week ago, I said, I don't have time... What did I say? I don't have time for the people... Who don't love me or like me. Oh, yep. I only have time for the people who love me. I want to spend my time with the people who love me. Why yep. do I, why would I waste a breath on somebody who doesn't like me? I don't, not everybody has to like you and you don't have no. to care. Yep. We've said that before and we'll say it again. If you're friends with everybody, you're friends with nobody. Oh, I like that Girl, too. Stitch that on a pillow for me. Oh, I got some friends who do needlepoint. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Stitch that right along with bitch, but I have my money. <laughs> bitch, but I have my money. Uh, get the money up front. That's what I. That's the golden rule. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> ding ding. Give me your fucking money. Um, what? Yeah, people come into your life for a reason, and do you ever find yourself without somebody, mm-hmm. somebody who has left your life, whether yep. that was an intentional thing or maybe that passed away, maybe like Fate, whatever. Just. But do you ever find yourself still wondering... Absolutely. ...why they were put into your life? Yes. 
Like, I could, I could really, you know, kind of bullshit a, an excuse for the person in mind why they were in my life. Before you even finished that statement, I thought of, of somebody. Yeah. And I try not to think about it every day because it's really not going to help me. Well, but... I, I was with somebody for, I was with my um, ex-boyfriend for almost, almost seven years. And I, there were times, that, there were great times and there were bad times. The best we of got, times, they were the worst They were times. the best of times and they were the worst they of times. They were the best of times. But the, he came into my life and we, we spent mm. seven years together, which is a very long time. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, we, we grew up, really. We you had grew a puppy up together. together, girl. We had two, we had two Child puppies birth. together. Puppy birth. And there's like, there's still times where I think about him. There are times that I dream about <clears throat> he ends up in my dreams and I wake up and I'm like, why the fuck are you in my dream right now? Like, mm-hmm. you have no business here. Be gone before somebody drops a house on you. Be gone, thought. Right. Don't, like, I don't, I don't want you in my head, but it's, he's there and I don't think he'll ever leave. And when I think about the times that we spent together and I think about the things that I learned from him, um, I, we've talked about him one-on-one together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've told you how I feel. And he, he was the love of my life, really. And um, he, um, yeah, he was the love of my life, really, honestly. And... I did some things. Did you tell him? Yes, he knew. Hmm. Uh, he still knows. Hmm. And um, he doesn't <coughs> want anything to do with me. Oh. And, you know, he has every right to. And there are things that I did in our relationship and the things that I've said to him and the things that I've done to him that he had every right. He had absolutely every right to not want anything to do with me. Okay. And you know, I kind of get like choked up talking about it now, but the the point is that I don't under I don't know why he was in my life for such a long period of time. I don't know what lessons specifically that I learned from him. Moving on, maybe I haven't learned that lesson yet. Um probably the same one that I did. But I do know I do know that one of the reasons he was in my life is for me to have experienced that loss. Okay. I didn't lose, I didn't just lose him. I walked away from him. I'm the one who did that. Okay. There was a point where we were going to get back together Mm. and I fucked that up and I pushed that away. And so that never happened. Okay. But I didn't just lose him. I lost both of my dogs. I, we had dogs together. Like that's, 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 that's a, a huge thing for a relationship because at the end of the day, who's going to keep them? Mm. So we agreed to, in like our little divorce, I was like, I'm keeping the female Husky and you're going to keep the male. And, um, before I could, before I could go back and get her, she had passed away. And that was devastating because now 
and I don't even know if this sounds selfish, but I, at the, at the moment I was like, well, now he gets to keep him. So now I've lost him and I've lost the boy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's it was selfish. just, it was, it was devastating. It's thinking out for so, your own well-being. Yeah. And I just, I haven't found anybody since then. We, he and I split in 2014, mm-hmm. mid-2014. I left him in 2013. We officially divorced oh boy. in 2014. Okay. And I say divorce. It's not, we weren't like legally married, but it just, it, we were together for so long. It felt like that. Um, I left him in, two, yeah, 2014, I guess. And... Um, I have yet to find anybody since then that I have a connection with on that level. Okay. And I'm getting to the point where I don't know if I'll ever find that again. See, that's not a... Wow, okay. But I don't... I'm not... Like I said, I'm at the age now where I'm getting to... I'm not in panic mode. I'm not like, oh my god, I have to find somebody or else I'm going to die alone. Like, okay, yeah, I'll No, die. bitch, you still got me. We'll right. be sitting in the closet for years <laughs> drinking out of fucking uh, boots and plastic, okay? Cheers! Yeah. Oh, hello. I got an email. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, so maybe that's the reason why is that I had to experience that loss so that now moving forward, I don't have to... I won't subject subject someone else to the bullshit that I put him through. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. I think the other Sorry, thing... Sorry, that got really heavy for a little bit. Sorry. Why? No, that's okay. <laughs> um, I think also one thing I got from that is love. So, I, oh God, I've never really said this out loud. Um, and not that this person probably listens to this, but if they do, well, now you know, and this is not going to make anything easier. But I... Never knew what love was. I hated to hear the word or hear people say it because people say it so callously, and they just say it so just you know carefree like like it's such a loaded word like yeah. I love you, you know I say it to you know my family because I do I love them to death and I would do anything for them. Yeah, and I never and this person like I was with for you know for a while and you know life happened and it was it was nothing that that you know on the opposite end, you know, from you, I mean, it was nothing that any of us did. It was just, it was just life and distance and it just wasn't, wasn't working out. And, you know, this person is still my friend, but I think that I was in love with him and I just, I didn't know what it was. I was very confused. And then when he, you know, months later, I was like, that's what it was. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like we just, the connection you have with someone is, you know, sometimes you can't even explain it, and that's what I felt it was. And maybe that's what you guys have you learned what love is, because yeah, I know to this point I've never loved anyone since, and I I never told him this, so because that's not going to make it easier for someone who moves away, you know, because yeah. you know of work, and that just you know that was what he needed to do to be happy, and I was happy for him, and yeah. he's, he's still my friend. I still tell him things, you know, I don't tell other people. I wish I had that with him. <sighs> It's yes and no. It it's easy to tell this person something because they're not biased to anything that I'm telling them. They're always gonna he's always gonna be on my side. But yeah. every time I talk to him, I'm just like the words "I miss you." I cannot I cannot say those. We made it. We made a 
an agreement to not say the words I miss you because that's not going to help anybody. No. You know, we're on a good level, but like, I still miss him a lot. And he's with someone else, and I'm very happy for that. Mm-hmm. But I think I learned to love no matter if I said it out loud or not. <laughs> And I think that's what you learned. You learned what love felt like mm-hmm. and, you know, what losing love felt like. And that is a powerful and loaded great thing, you know. It's yeah, better I mean, to... he and I have been separated for five years and I still I still have that, like, hole in my heart, you know. Mm-hmm. Which probably makes it harder for you, too. <laughs> what really sucks... Work with other people. <laughs> what really sucks is... When I lived in Singapore, that was in 2016, so it was relatively fresh. It was only two years. Um, but in those two years, he and I had not spoken at all. Okay. I had ma- I had made attempts to contact him and be like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about you, you know, I'm, I miss, you know, our time together, blah, blah, blah. And he did not respond. Ooh. And that's, that's, that's his prerogative. That's oh, fine. Right. So... Did he read him at least? Yeah, he read them. Girl, he left you on red. He left me on red. Shit. So he. (laughs) So I was on the balcony um, in Singapore with my Singaporean roommate. She's from. She's not Singaporean. She's uh, Australian. You were both Singaporean at that time. Yeah, and um, which, by the way, she is on. Uh, Disney Cruise Line contract and said that she will be in Orlando from whatever time to whatever time. And I would love to have her on as a guest. I would also love to go and visit the ship. Yeah. So, hey girl. Yeah. Um, So we were on the balcony together and we were talking about him because I had woken up with like another dream about him and he was in my dream. A dream? And it was heartbreaking. And when I woke up, I was like, I just, I cannot. So I went on the balcony and she was having a cigarette and I was like, can I have one? And she gave me a cigarette and we sat and we talked and between the two of us, we finished a bottle of wine and a whole pack of cigarettes. Duh. Jeez. I know. In three hours we were out there. Oh boy. And she was like. As long as no one jumped off the balcony. (laughs) We were on the 18th floor. Um, Not that that makes it any better. <laughs> so she she told me she was like, if I can give my advice, and I said absolutely, please do. No, girl. Um, Continue. Mm-hmm. She she said, you need to write everything out. Write it in a text message. Write out every single thing that you are feeling. Every single thing, whether it hurts, whether it's funny, it doesn't matter. She was like, write it out. It doesn't matter if it's a twenty five page long text message. Write it out. And say goodbye. And that... That broke my heart. And... I was like, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, I wrote it out. 25 pages? It wasn't quite 25 pages. But I wrote it out. And I said goodbye. And that was that. I sent it. Took about a day. Because the time change. And oh, to send? He, no, to, for him to read it. Oh! <laughs> I was like, girl! So, he read it, and did not respond. And so, I swiped left, and I deleted our entire message thread. That had been going for probably five years. 
between the two of us. But he read what you said, and he heard. Well, he heard. He heard what she said. Yes. And that was that was what you needed. Yeah. So I. I wiped that, and I moved on, and I moved forward, and everything was fine. Didn't think about him a lot. I wasn't dreaming about him. It was very like I had my closure. I said goodbye. Okay. Six months ago. Mm-hmm. Six months ago, I get a text message, and I'm like at Mermaid. I'm at, I'm at the Mermaid show where I work, and I pulled out my phone, and I'm just like having a good time. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm having so much fun. And I look down at my phone, and his name is on there. And I You didn't delete his number? Knows. No, I don't delete people's what, numbers. girl? I do not burn bridges. I do not burn bridges. It's not burning a bridge. No, it's I will not. removing the temptation. But that's the thing. I know his number by heart. Why would It would not do me any good. So I delete. I I had deleted the text thread, and then flash forward. What is that? Like two years later, I get a text message, and I was like, "Oh my god! I don't even want to read this. What the hell is this?" And I open it, and it was a very cold message that was very like, "I'm moving out of the state. I have a bunch of your things. Come and get it, or it's going in the garbage." And I was like, "Oh god! Well, that's just like callous and like hard." Oh, yes, I remember this. Yeah, you do. Because I was scared to death to go. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to make the trip because um, my best friend Kristen, she was like, you need to go and at least get your things because you never know what's in them. Because I was ready to just be like, you know what, dump it in the garbage, I don't give a shit. Nah, girl. Life ain't free. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So I I made the trip and when he answered the door, he was very warm. Mm -hmm. He He was greeting and he was like, Hey, how are you? Like, Come on in. And I was like, oh, what is this? What? And he had like boxed up all I got a knife things. in my boot, bitch. <laughs> in your booze boot? Mm, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he gave me, um, he gave me all my things back. And it was things I didn't even think about, like, you know, dishes and shit like that. Mm. Like, oh, I paid. I appreciate them. I mean, I paid like 200 mm. bucks for this set of like ceramic dishes and I never thought I'd see them again. And here they are. <laughs> In my living room, that's great. But I started Karma. pulling. He had he, he had kind of boxed felt everything. Good keeping that stuff though. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't think he had the heart to throw it out. He's a decent human then. Yeah, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. <clears throat> but I got my things back, and it was things like I never thought I would ever see again. That I didn't even know he had. Well, like. Mostly kitchen things. And... It was mostly kitchen things. Hey. But things that were my grandmother's and things were my great-grandmother's. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm glad I, t- t- I didn't Ooh, throw this to the wayside. Oh, God. Yeah. <clears throat> they go in our new china cabinet that we got for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my china cabinet. Along with the patio table that was also yeah. free. Like, how many hours ago was that? Like, four hours ago? <laughs> Dylan and I scored a free patio set on someone's curb for pickup. Okay, so, like... Our neighborhood isn't, like, cheap. They aren't, like, super rich, but, you know, these people have some money, and they get rid of stuff, and, you know, they have pools in their backyards. We were peeping in their backyards. I was like, I need some ideas <laughs> what we're going to do, because, like, our backyard's boring. It's got grass in a garage, so we scored the table and got rid of that stupid couch-looking thing. Yeah. I thought we were going to do something with that. Uh, anyways, it looks much better. It makes it look like we, you know, live here. Yeah, so. it's great. It's beautiful. <gasps> oh, God. Did the coals burn out on the grill that's ah, fine we were grilling earlier i made uh, that's why uh, i smell like a furnace i smell like <laughs> snowman oh you're a snowman god 
The yeah, we were grilling outside. I made shrimp, and you made uh, street corn. Oh, corn on the cob. It was just corn on the cob. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, oh, that was a lot. Oh, sorry about Go that. Go have a drink. <laughs> I need a drink. Cheers, Cheers to, that. to being single as a Pringle. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I chugged the wrong one. Took a, <laughs> I mean, that took a that took a, a strange turn, but um. I think something that um, I struggle with, and I don't know if you do, is overcoming rejection. Uh, no. You don't struggle with that. <laughs> well, well, on the basis of one really Saint simple frame of mind. <laughs> so, I don't deal with rejection because I don't subject myself to a situation that will allow me to be rejected. Okay. Hashtag single as a Pringle. Yeah. So. So you don't make the effort. No. No, oh, that sounded harsh. You... <laughs> well, yes and no. Like I said, I you can't bullshit a bullshitter, and I, I'm very, I think, perceptive to any hint of any of it, okay. so I drop it. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get rejected by people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? also, I mean, if you're one word texting me, bye. If you leave me on red, if I sent you a video of me lighting a menorah, and you're Jewish, and you read it, and you didn't say, oh, haha, ha, LOL, or that's this cute. Is oddly specific. I'm sorry, he's real cute. <laughs> and I see him all the time, and he smiles at me and then lingers for a moment. And then... Oh, Have you boy. sent him a video of you lighting menorah? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think would be a great drag name? It wasn't me. It was my Jewish, other Jewish friend. A Jewish... Oh, no. A Jewish drag queen? Menorah Jones? That Why? is hysterical. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm always thinking of drag names. Hey, Menorah. No. Menorah Jones. It's funny. It's a play on words like Menorah and Nora Jones, the singer. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Oh, no. I know who Nora Jones is, and the best song she sings is Sunrise. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a song you listen to and imagine yourself waking up next to someone in some cute place that you don't currently live in the middle of nowhere, and you make. Yeah, and you like make breakfast together, and you're giggling, and you hop back into bread, and none of you have morning breaths, so you can like give little smooches <laughs> all morning, and they make banana pancakes, which is also a different song by Jack Johnson, um, but you, I just imagine that playing in the background of me listening to the Nora Jones song. <laughs> Anyways, so, okay, so, so speaking, speaking of, I'm detour. We're, we're gonna skip uh, rejection. Maybe that'll be for like another. Oh, that episode. was all. That was all. I just don't subject myself to it. Okay, but I just. Being perceptive to bullshit. But we were talking Bye. about we were talking about uh, music because that's a huge thing for you. All I do is music. Yep. Okay, so I'm every doing... morning Fleetwood Mac, Seven <laughs> Wonders. I say good morning Alexa, and she tells me the weather, and that Seven Wonders comes on, yep. and I eventually crawl out of bed. Yep. Uh, so feeling like a witch. I'm doing the 30 day music challenge. What is that? So I I will pull up. I, I'm gonna pull up the chart. Um, and I will send it to you if you want to do the 30 days. days? It's so easy. Sometimes I forget to floss every day. This is what it looks like. It's just ah. the table. Yeah. So what you do, like I do it on Instagram and uh, I put it on my story and then I use the little highlighter feature and I circle the day and then you click music and then you just like search for whatever it is you want to put. And you, yeah. It's done. That was like 70 steps. It's not. So, I'm just going to listen to my music. Like day one. Uh-huh, okay. Day one. Name a song that you like with a color in the title. Oh. For me, I put Black Velvet. Um, yeah, uh, Blue and Yellow by The Used. Okay. okay. Um, day two, a song that you like with a number in the title. With a number in it. 
I did one plus one by Beyonce. Uh, God, all these selections are going to confuse people because I like metal. Um, <laughs> thirty thirty one fifty by Stone Sour. Stone Sour. Okay. That song is something you put on and you just. Ugh! A song that reminds <laughs> you. <laughs> Day three, a song that reminds you of summertime. I said summertime sadness by Lana Del Rey. Summertime by Kenny Chesney. Okay. Bottle you who rolling on the floorboards. I just. <laughs> it was college, man. Like, so again, he, I took a turn. I just went country. I always thought he was gay. You know why? Because he wore he's... puka shells. <laughs> puka shells is what? That's how you told... No! Puka shells. That's no. how you told people you oh, were well, gay I guess I without Grindr. <laughs> okay, when the time of puka shells was around, Grindr didn't exist. Exactly. Having a cell phone with apps barely existed, bruh. Great. But people wore puka shells to say, hey, I'm a homosexual. Who told you that? That is a well-known fact. Like the hanky, the hanky conversation? Yes. Okay. I've never heard that until now. Okay, well, welcome to the conversation. But what about the the bros that... Oh, you know, honestly, I don't care. I don't but, know. <laughs> okay, puka shells. Uh, day next four. Uh-huh. A song that reminds you of someone you'd rather forget. Uh, I said Consider Me Gone by Reba McIntyre. Hello, Goodbye. Oh, what is it called? I can't remember what it's called. Shimmy Shimmy Quarter Turn <laughs> by Hello Goodbye. Uh, day five, a song said. that needs to be played loud. I said, I don't care. I love it. Uh, Whatever her name is. It is called, it is by Blink-182. And it is, um... All the small things. No, that song you sing to your friends <laughs> and you giggle with the top down. Um, it is called, it's not Violence. Down. It's called Down. Okay. By Blink-182. Let me tell you, it starts off and it is loud. Okay. And you probably, once you realize it starts, you have to turn it up and restart the song. I will Every play single it after time. This. After we're done. It's not called Down. I don't remember what it was called. But, yeah, I, that's, I'm doing a 30-day um, music challenge. Well, I'm into it now. Yeah, so it's really, it's super easy. So lets people know that you like different music than you love. Yeah. Like Beyonce ain't just more shit. Beyonce, girl, I love Beyonce. Oh. Uh, I was going to say something else, and I just do not remember what it was. So, um, yeah, I think, I think rejection will be for another episode. I think that wraps everything up. I think so. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. have anything else to add? Oh, he's listening oh, to music. Oh, it's the song. Okay, it's called Stockholm Syndrome by Blink-182. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's loud and you can you can literally scream it. I love that. So, but, I mean, songs being played loud, songs being played loud are played loud for different reasons. Yeah, absolutely. So, my music library has like 15,000 like, songs in it, let me yeah. tell you. There's a reason for all of them, and if not, delete them, so. There's a... Uh, one of the days on the 30 day challenge is like a song you can drive mm-hmm. to is on, it's like also there's a playlist the, for that though yeah there's like as as you mm-hmm. go through it the songs get more challenging and they challenge you to like remember certain songs like one's like mm-hmm. one reminds you of teenage years you know um, for me that's oh the entire Good Charlotte album I was about to say it's it's either like Papa Roach uh, oh, Scars uh, or Poem by Taproot I don't never really listen to Taproot much, but I like that one. A Papa lot. Roach, yes. Getting away with murder, that whole album. Yeah. 
So I think that wraps everything up. I don't have anything else to add. Do you? Uh, no. Okay. No. Well, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And so you can get that little ping on Thursdays when Ba-ding. it comes out. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. Um, and yeah, give us some feedback. And I want to I want to ask you guys as a as a listener if you think this is a good idea, mm-hmm. please like uh, text me, email me. Facebook me. I don't give a shit what you do. Call you, beep you. Call me, beep me if you want to reach me. Um, And you tell me if this is a good idea. What's the sitch? I think for one of these episodes, I would like to do a Facebook Live episode to where not only are we recording the audio to put on to iTunes, but Mm -hmm. we're also like Facebook living people. And they can just like chime in and listen to the episode live. I think that that could be fun. It could be fun. It could be also a complete disaster. But oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick up this closet. There's glitter on everything. Yeah, there is glitter on everything. There's literally jars but, of glitter. Um, yeah. So like and subscribe, and make sure you listen to us on Thursdays, and give us a little thumbs up. And uh, that's about it. That's all I have. Yeah. So, so until next time, be nice to one another. Or at the very least. Be cordial. Hey. It takes very little. I Before we go, have you seen the meme that says, it takes so little to be nice. And it says, it do- oh, it costs nothing to be nice. And the person says, sometimes it costs me my fucking sanity, Janet. <laughs> and that's true. But it Meep. costs zero dollars to be nice. You know, it's nice to you be You know what also costs nice. zero dollars? What? Minding your business and staying in your lane. <laughs> okay. There you go. Minding anyway. your business and staying in your lane. All right. And it's nice to be nice. All for zero dollars. <laughs> zero dollars down and zero dollars a month. All right. For the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So until next time. Bye. bye.